I got my real rate and monthly payment, had an amazing test drive at the dealership, and made the purchase. Taking the easy way out. That's so you. Still not getting it. That's so you. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms and conditions apply. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash Autonavigator. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 piggy bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price participation may vary. Include four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Disappointing is the word I keep using. Collapse is one that Sean Fazan and I kind of came up with. In our conversation for Fox 8, Rafael Esparza, next segment, hour number three. Uh, Steve Berrios will join us. Talk about Tulane's big win at K-State, 215 Marlin favorite. That's a nice win by LSU beating Mississippi State, 31-16. Second half outscoring the Bulldogs, 24-3. to 800-998-1003 on the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line. Keyshawn Johnson has a message for all of us. Then we'll go to the professor. To give us our question of the day, Corey, you're next, and then Jeff on the on deck circle. But here's Keyshawn's. Everybody words. all of a sudden is, oh my God, oh my God, oh, the Saints, they're no good. Jameis Winston, this, that, and the other. First of all, let me break it all the way down to you. I'm not going to panic because they lose a football game to a rival in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. By, I might add, the guy was out there playing with fractures in his back at the quarterback position. On top of him not having his star running back in Alvin Kamara, who is on the sideline, doesn't help your offense at all when you're missing some pieces. All right, so there you go. So no panic button by Keyshawn Johnson. Preach, Keyshawn. There it Preach. is. Uh, the professor. Our questions of the day, sir, and any some responses, and we'll get to Corey and Jeff. Our question of the questions of the day here on the Sports Hangover. Who would you give your game ball to? Who would you give a pat on the back? And who do you think needs to go ahead and have a seat on the pine? Also. What do you think is wrong with the Saints offense? And I think Keyshawn kind of outlined a couple of things that could be, could have been wrong this past Sunday. You 
You can give us your opinion. Either comment on our Twitter page, ESPN Radio, that's ESPN Radio N-O-L-A, or you can give us a call on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line at 800-998-1003. Kevin on Twitter says, D.A., seat on the bench. I realize Brady can kill you when you blitz, but you got no pressure on Brady all game. Don't you at least have to try something different, do some of the stunts and delays like Atlanta did to us last week. Pressure on TB12 would have forced him on turnovers. And, again, it's something we'll continue to talk with callers here as well, Nick, about, you know, CD Deuce was a guy that you did bring in. And, again, I don't want to keep going back to it. It's gone. It's over. That relationship is done. Maybe Alonzo Taylor can do that. I don't know if that's a Justin Evans type thing. The guy led – he was second in the team in tackles. not like Evans didn't play well. I'm just saying different people bring different things, right? So – it is what yeah. it is. Corey, thank you for calling us here on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Jeffy on the on-deck circle. Corey, what you got for us, bud? Well, yeah, Goose. What's up, man? I uh, just want to uh, talk about, you know, you're talking about blitzing. The Saints defense predicates on getting pressure from the defensive lineman, the yeah. front four, and we haven't been getting any pressure at all. I mean, there's uh, number 92, Davenport. He's just, he's just nowhere to be found. And I sure would like to have Hendrickson back from the Bengals instead of him. I think they, I think they picked the wrong one to get the, the big contract too. You so Davenport finished with one quarterback hit, two tackles, one solo. What I thought was interesting, and I don't know, I, I wasn't there, and I wonder if it will be asked today. But Peyton Turner was on the inactive list yesterday. He wasn't on the injury report, and if he's a healthy scratch, that's a head scratcher to me because that's a first-round pick. My first-round pick, defensive end, cannot be a healthy scratch when you're facing Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. If he is, then somebody made a real big boo-boo on drafting him. Am I wrong on that? I don't know. He might have have been sick. He might not have felt well. I don't know, but you're going to have a hard time convincing me that you were set with Granderson and Davenport and maybe you need an extra number of defensive backs. I, I hear you. If that's what you want to tell me, Dennis, he's a first-round draft pick at defensive end. You understand what I'm getting at? Like, I, I just I have a hard time. Yeah. You know, now, if he's not playing well, again, then that goes to, uh-oh. But when I saw 98 on the inactive list, that that's puzzling to me. So th- there might be a reason. I don't know. One more thing. Yeah. I, on the offensive line, you have five, I think it's five first round draft picks on the offensive line. Yeah. And they, not, they can't pass blocks for nothing. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's totally, I just, I, I, I mean, they're getting out, they're getting outplayed, out hustled, and out physical. They need to step it up. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's Will, but they need to step it up, man, because this is a big stretch for them. And I don't know. I hope they can get it together, Goose. Roll wave, man. Roll wave. Roll wave. I like that. I know Corey Glor would like to hear that here coming up here in a little bit. Um, um, look, you know what? Just for you, I'll, I'll give you this. Listen to Corey's touchdown call here. Two tight ends right. Now James in motion left to right. Second and goal from the four. Throwing right. Finds James. Falling in. Touchdown to Lane. Wow! With 4:27 to play, Tulane's got the lead in Manhattan. <laughs> I'm texting Corey back and forth. It's a, it's a good week. It's a happy week over there. I don't know if he's going to talk to me the rest of the week, though. I went to Southern Miss, so we'll see how it goes. 
Thank you for the phone call, man. Appreciate it. Jeff, what you got for us today on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line? Gus, how are you? Doing well, man. Awesome, awesome. Were you at the Superdome yesterday, Gus? I was intending to, and then my kid decided to have a hundred and something degree fever for the third straight day. So at 10 a.m., I'm sitting at an urgent care. And, uh, that's where I was until about 1215-ish. And then, uh, we went and did our little post-game deal. But yeah, um, I wish I would okay. there. Well, that, they, uh, that game almost put me into an urgent care too. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty healthy dude. Okay. But, uh, well, the reason why I was asking you if you're at the game is because we all got a little towel on our seat, you know, like mm-hmm. you do from time to time. Sure. And, and the ta- I don't know if everybody had different messages, but the towel I had said dome field advantage. Mm. And it's kind of hard to have a dome field advantage when Tom Brady brings his own refs everywhere he goes, don't you think? There it is. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> you are, you couldn't be possibly talking about the drive where the NFL was not going to let Tom lose, right? I wrote it down literally like that. Third and ten, Roby, leading with his right shoulder, gets the ball. And some helmet, apparently that's unnecessary roughness. And then the mother of them all, Cam Jordan's called for holding. I, I don't, I still don't know how that happened. Here's Cam in the locker room. You want to be real about this? We're not going to do this on camera. We, we both know there was a holding call that was thrown my way, which couldn't have happened because I wasn't near the running yeah, back. I haven't seen the replay. But also, that's about on par for what the, what, what, what was happening this game. Yeah, again, I, I, I think the players even felt some of those calls went uh, a certain way. But, um, hey, man. You, well, you I'll, give you a, I'll give you two more examples, Gus. Like, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it a rule that a player can't take his helmet off while they're on the field? Isn't that an NFL rule? Uh, again, there were a lot of things yesterday. Where I just... <laughs> well, I was I was just oh, going to point Arians. out that deep in the third clause for Bruce Arians out there on the sideline. <laughs> I guess they brought him in to help coach too as well, bringing different looks. He's on the sideline. He's dog cussing Saints play. I mean that that was something. They, I tell you what, Cam said last week in his eyes that it's not a rivalry because they've been kind of winning. I I don't know what more it's going to take for the Saints to realize. To them it is, and if it is, then you better be ready for the fight. And again, I I went back in hour number one and said, I don't feel they match that energy. They better have now. They better have now. I mean, I don't know what else you want, you know? I I agree. But what I was going to say right quick is uh, I'd like to know if it is indeed a rule about taking your helmet off on the field because at about the 1048 mark, I believe it was, of the third quarter, Right after Tom Brady got stopped again, he took his helmet off and started pouting and walked off the side. And I thought to myself, as it happened, I was like, he's probably the only person in the NFL that wouldn't get a penalty right now because I'm pretty sure that's a penalty. Well, if it's third and I also want to say another third thing. Down, I don't think it's Go ahead. But yeah, I think if it's third down and they're taking their helmet off of that, I know what you're saying. Like, it's got to be until they get to the sideline and all that. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, wait, and look, if you're going to give Cam Jordan a holy call, I don't know. It is what it is. Well, well the moment the – moment, Gus, again, you weren't at the Superdome, but the moment the moment that they announced Hockley was the head of, uh, referee, I went to I, I leaned over to the young lady on my right hand side who I'd never met before in my life, and I said, "The Saints aren't winning this game." I, I just knew it, you know, because <laughs> that goes back to his dad. That goes back to his, what his dad used to do against the Saints. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, there, there was some very interesting calls. Oh, by the way, I don't know if it's any. And then, and then, and then, how about the catch? How about the catch with Olave in the fourth quarter? After most of the fair weather fans had already left the Superdome, Olave catches the ball mm-hmm. in his right hand. He brings it to the ground. Mm-hmm. Ball can't cause uh, the ground can't cause a fumble, so he brings the ball to the ground, and you can see that he has it because he's bringing it to the ground, and he call it an incomplete pass. I mean, how about? I mean, come on, man. 
Well, you know, again, <laughs> it, it, disappointing, disappointing, collapse, uh, all kinds of different words you can use for that one, man, for sure. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate the phone call. I want to get to Mark here before we hit the break. Right. This is Michael Thomas, by the way, on the fight. Yeah, that's just like a little bit out of control, man, with those things you do on that. Like, it's hard not to react like Marshawn does when you get pushed in the back or, you know, that's a reaction. You know, you're trying to protect yourself. Somebody protested, so that's not tough. That's not cool. That's not whatever you want to call it. That is, that's not. That's like it's getting old. It's getting old. So. Ah, it's getting old. It's getting tiring. The professor wants to chime in on the rules thing before we get to Mark. What was it, professor? Oh, yeah, it is against the rules, Gus. Oh, there it, we go. You, the, the NFL rule is that you cannot take off your helmet in the field of play. Oh. You, can, you can't take it off during celebrations in the end mm. zone. You can only take it off when you're on the sideline. So if you're in the field of play, if you're on the field, you cannot take your helmet off. So, yes, that is supposed to be a penalty. But isn't there an asterisk, though, if you're Tom Brady, you're good? No asterisks yeah, in the rule book. If you're Tom Brady, then the rules don't apply to you. Drink your avocado smoothies and you're good. They were you know, not the letting that guy lose yesterday. I'm just saying, Mark, what you got for us on the sports hangover? I'm that guy today. <laughs> Let me be. I'm bitter. <laughs> yeah, you know, bitter is okay, brother. Yeah. Um, dude, game ball goes to Marshawn Lattimore. Do you realize that he got into Tom Brady's head, into Mike Evans's head, and made an entire NFL officiating crew mm-hmm. show themselves better than Joe Biden shows himself every time he opens his mouth. I mean, dude, Marshawn's the man. He, he exposed the entire crew. Okay. Because there's no way after being charged from, what, seven or eight yards away when Mike Evans hit him, there's no way Lattimore should not should have been disqualified from that game. Yeah. Um, None whatsoever. I I find that hard too. I guess the only thing that I can think of is that when he grabbed Mike Evans after he got himself back up, he brought Mike Evans to the ground because that's when you saw the second flag come in. Although, yeah, you but would you, think if you look that at the that, timing, though, no, but look, I'm with you. I do. I, I I'm with Mike you. Evans, I, I'm with you. Like I said, if it's any solace to you, Mike Evans, just before the show started has been suspended by the NFL for one game. But you know what? Maybe the Bucks take that, right? Because, again, after that play, the Bucks went one way, the Saints went the other way. I, so, you know, yeah, they, co- they the He went game? Johnny, bro. He went Johnny from Cobra Kai. You know, Leonard Fournette started it. He shoved. Brady said expletives. Lattimore shoved Lenny. Evans, in his mind, had to go defend his guy because he thought Marshawn Lattimore was too emotional. And then, <laughs> even though this is the second time Mike Evans has been suspended for the same thing, and he's calling somebody else emotional, that's interesting. You know, that's, but look, on the offensive line yesterday, you saw great plays from McCoy, from Ramchek. Yeah. You didn't see, you never heard the two names that should have been saying, that's a great block, which is Andres P. and Cesar Ruiz. The reason that they, the offensive line stinks is because it's like every other player is an actual NFL player. The two tackles in the center are fine. The two guards, dude, they, they can't block butter. I don't, I don't know what their problem is, but they just, they're, they're not, they don't get it, I guess. 
I hear you. Mark, and, thank you for the phone call, man. Yeah. Got to get to the break here. Hey, the brother, phones are ringing. I appreciate it. Phones are ringing off the hook. Mr. Professor, I'll let you go see. I can get some stuff done here, sir. Uh, and then we'll get Rafael Esparza. Go ahead. We will take your phone call, though. We'll bring you into the conversation here as well. Um, got open segments the rest of the way here. Thank you so much. for. Well, there you go. More lines ringing, buddy. I don't know what you're going to do right now. So Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. For the wolf man, he gonna reach your record high. It's football season, and it's your chance to score big. Big. Greg LeBlanc, Toyota, and Homa. Greg LeBlanc, Toyota, and Homa. The time is now to enjoy two years free maintenance with every new Toyota. And low APR options on several models. Shop truckloads of new Toyotas online. GregLeBlancToyota.com. Or at the store. And we want your trade. So check out the winning team. Greg LeBlanc, Toyota. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg's got the deals. First Bank and Trust is now Bank Plus. And while our name has changed, the relationships have not. You'll see the same friendly faces you've come to rely on, still making decisions locally. You'll also enjoy access to more services and the latest technology to make your life easier. First Bank and Trust is now Bank Plus, and we're excited to continue serving the Gulf South region with over 90 locations. Bank Plus. It's more than a name. It's a promise. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview and West Harrison, Dr. Josh Roulette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information. Educate yourself on your body and let us get you back to balance. Hoorah! I am Wilbur Lewis, a Vietnam veteran. With the help of some generous donors, I'm trying to get our local veterans together, along with their wives, for a Veterans Day dinner at the VFW Hall in La Rose on November the 12th at 6.30 p.m. If I have not contacted you yet and you are interested in attending the dinner, please text me your name and phone number and the branch of service, 985-637-3849. Six three seven three eight four nine. Hoorah! Thank you. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Uh What's what's the most important thing is like our team fought our tail off. Uh, defense played a great game uh, offensively. We just gotta. Get better on third downs and protect the football. Myself, I have to get better on third downs and protect the football. That is quarterback Jameis Winston on his turnovers. Three interceptions that were costly. All right, so we're going to call an audible here. Rafael Esparza graciously will join us 15 minutes later so we can take, continue to take your phone calls. You want to chime in, you can. I don't know if I'm going to go, buddy, to line four. And he knows exactly who he is. Who that John? <laughs> who who that John? What you got, sir? Well, Gus, um, you're line three, by the way, so you're not the one I'm referring to. I was about to say, man, I I, I thought we were pals. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. You're good. I, I, I know. I'm, I'm waiting on it. I was. I, I thought you were going to take his call by now, but I'm, I'm going to jump him. <laughs> well, look, Gus, we, we talked about this last week. We okay. said it. We said, 
you, you, the last thing you told me last week, you was like, John, guess what? He's going to throw interceptions this year. And I, I knew the overreaction was going to happen. But look, I'm looking, I'm, this, I, I don't understand some of my, my fellow fans. I don't think we're looking at the same game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just follow the ball. They don't look at a Look, man, we beat Tampa Bay in every statistical category. I'm looking at it right now. We ran the ball well, more passing. I mean, the one thing that killed us was your minus four turnovers and gave up five more sacks. We controlled this game for three quarters. All right? And I hate a whiny, spoiled little Brad Brady who wants to throw tablets like it's just a notebook mm-hmm. when he doesn't get his way. Oh, I mean, I respect the guy as a player and as you know, the championships he won, but I cannot stand him. And I can't stand Mike Evans. He's a, a whiny, another little crybaby. Well, that's Tom Brady. What are we supposed to do? No, you're way on the sideline. It has nothing to do with you. And I get it. You're supposed to stick up for your teammate, but that's just overboard. So I just think, again, we're overreacting, and we're not, we're not giving, we didn't give our whole lot enough credit. Um, they held up well. They ran the ball well. Um, it's going to take time, Gus, and I, I just think that with this elite defense that I that I seen yesterday, because that was an elite performance by that defense, and we didn't even have a Debo yesterday. Um, AK didn't play yesterday. That was just a hard fought divisional battle, mm-hmm. and we still almost won with five turnovers. Just think about that. We still have chance to win the game, and we turn the ball over five times. And get sacked six times. That should tell you how good this team really can really be. So I don't know. I mean, I missed the half glass full, whatever. Call me what you want. But man, nah. If Jameis is healthy, you roll with him, man. You roll with him and let him develop that chemistry with those three. I'm with you. That's the key. That's the key. There is he healthy? And again, I I just go by what um, Sean Fazan brought up. You know, if he's walking that slow and gingerly up the podium, it, it's, it's hard for me to think that you can do the fast twitch muscle movement that it takes to throw an NFL football, you know, on a play. I mean, it, this isn't just playing pitch and catch. And my man, you know, was chunking it down the field. It had to hurt. You can imagine how painful that is, but that's the case. Like, I thought what was interesting was you heard Dennis Allen say, we'll see on the rehab and, and, and make that decision moving forward. I think he was kind of leaving it open there to say, look, if he's not healthy, we're going to rest him this week because I, and, and I mean, I mean this sincerely and you know this, who that John, I'm not trying to blow smoke here. That's the worst I've seen Jameis Winston throw a football. No, I, I, I agree. period. I agree. Like I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, he didn't look like that at practice. And don't tell me, Gus, right. it's practice. Stop it. He didn't even look like that against Atlanta. I mean, he wasn't airmailing or anything. The fourth quarter he was pinpoint, and that's when that that injury happened. So, look, the guy got sacked, you know, a good amount of times yesterday, six times. He got hit nine times. I gotta imagine his back felt like you know what. I mean, he got sacked right. six times. Now again. You know, was he holding on to the ball too long? Well, maybe he didn't want to throw it. You know, I just, but that's the thing. I do think you have a very capable backup in Andy Dalton. And if that's the case, like I said last week, if Alvin has ribs, man, you sit him. You got to let ribs heal. Cause if not, he's going to be dealing with them all year. The man has four broken vertebrae or notches or whatever you want to call them on, on his vertebrae. You, I, you sit him this week. Sit him. 
Period. You ain't going to get better. And if your response is, well, you can't risk further injury. Well, that's not telling me how it's healthy. I mean, it's, you know what I mean? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I, I think but you play I, Andy I agree, Dalton this week. No, I, I agree with you, guys. If he's not healthy, you, you do sit him. But here's my question to everyone. So, if Mark Ingram doesn't fumble that ball and we score and we go up 10-3, mm-hmm. Jameis Winston is not pushing the ball down the field. Right. He probably doesn't throw three interceptions. Cause I agree. Our defense was very elite. I mean, I know it's a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. But, I mean, what, I mean look, I, I don't know, man. I, I just still think we overreacted again like we always do. We some small little brats. We had Brees for 15 years, and now we want we want this man to perform like that. Guess what? Brees is not walking through that door for a very long time. You know, and I just think that we got to be realistic about what we have. Andy Dalton is is is, is, is if we put Andy Dalton in, he, he, we're not going to go 15 and one. I mean, like let's be realistic. So. If he's healthy, play him. If he's not, play him. But man, I just, I just think we just too hard on the guy, man. I, I don't know. Maybe right, I'm being biased, John? but I got, gotta go we're not related. My... We're not related or nothing. But I'm just saying, I, 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 know. I, I, <laughs> I like I the guy. Gotta go serve my penance now. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Feel free to send me thoughts and prayers. All right, buddy, go ahead. Tumble by Lord. Blocked by Armstead. Two into the end zone. Once again, double team Tyreek Hill. I thought he was going to look for Gasicki. Yeah, I literally was so disgusted watching this. I mean, it, it was on one of the TVs to the right, Roy. And I literally watched the Ravens hand you a football game, and I just knew that this week would be painful. Luckily, who that John took most of the segment. He only got four minutes. Go ahead. Hello, Roy. Oh no, did Roy hang up? Roy? No, can you, can you hear me? Oh, uh, unfortunately. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling, you know, disappointed. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, it's a victory money for us. That was a, uh, you know, that was a great win. Great, you oh. know, to put his man pants on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, got the doubters down. You know, he, 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 him and, him and McDaniel, him and McDaniel is a good combination. You know, McDaniel believes in him. The team believes in him, you know. And obviously, what he, and the, that drive he did, uh, he, in the huddle, he said, it's either going to be us or it's going to be them. And it's, it was us. It was us, you know. So, um, I was sure when I saw, I was just, when it was 35 14, I thought it was over. I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't no way. Ain't a way where we come back from this. You know, I wanted and to text sudden, you. I wanted to text you so bad, and something inside of me said, "Hold on a bit." <laughs> I just, just. Oh. No, I was, I was getting texted left and right when it was thirty-five fourteen. <laughs> I was getting, I was getting raving emojis. I was mm. getting to is to is a the secretly best bus y'all ever had. I was getting all kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, after he threw them touchdowns, and he and after he threw all them touchdowns. Everybody got quiet. Oh, then yeah. everybody got quiet. Yeah, and he's like, is and this is only the beginning. Now, if Buffalo wins um tonight, game three is gonna be is gonna be a heavyweight fight. It's gonna be a heavyweight fight. So, 
Uh, and I told and and by James, I told y'all he was going to throw he's going to throw at least three picks. He's going to throw three at least three picks. He turned to Aaron Brooks two point oh. Oh come so, on, here we go. Y'all, I just I'm just and then y'all got Carolina going to try to get the first win on on next week. So I'm just excited, you know, two and zero, and tell Mr. Professor I'm ready for him on Sunday. I'm be ready for him on Sunday. <laughs> I I will say this Thursday we will carve out a segment there towards the end of the show. We'll be live at Francesca, and um, we're 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 gonna have fun with that one. I mean, Bills, Dolphins. I mean, y'all can go at it. I'm just gonna sit back and relax. I might order some frips, you know, and just uh just sit there and watch with a little wasabi ranch. Might just do that. And to be honest with you, I, I saw y'all game. I watched y'all game. It was a little um, confusing with the refs and stuff like that. I mean, oh, oh, oh wait, that, wait. It was confusing. That, that's about as close as an admission of cheating like we all feel. Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, it was, I, that was blatant I, cheating I by the NFL I, officials. Just I, saying. I, I, usually don't, I usually don't agree with Saints fans at all, but this I can agree with on that. There it uh, is. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Roy coming I, to I, our I, aid at least. I like that. Thank I, you. I, I, I just. I and some stuff I didn't understand. And Thank then, you, um, exactly. You know, no, Thank you. And, Thank you. Thank watch, you, Roy. And, watch, and when I watch Mike Evans and uh, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, it's like watching Triple G and Canelo because they they go at it every game. Oh, they do. <laughs> every game, don't matter what game it is. It don't matter if it's the first game. Thing they go at it every game. Yeah. And games like this, I if y'all had CD Deuce, y'all would have lost. Y'all would have won. If y'all had CD Deuce, that's why I understand why y'all traded him. If y'all had CD Deuce. And that was one thing I didn't I just didn't understand. So uh <sighs> hopefully y'all try to try to come back, but I, I think I think Dick might get y'all. I think he's looking for that first win. That first win he is 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 in him. So and 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 week two was a was a was a was a lot of upsets. Like I didn't think Browns was gonna lose that game. Well, there we so, go. Man, the Browns did too. That was but, that was that was bad. Everybody trying to get Nick Chubb the business, bro. You should not be able to blow a thirteen point lead with a minute forty four left. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone's Nick Chubb should have, you know, slid in bounds and they would have been able to run the clock out. Dude, he scored a touchdown. Like you're up two touchdowns. You have to win that game. I mean, with a minute forty four left, you have to win that game. You don't blame Nick Chubb on that. Thank you, Roy. Appreciate it. Congratulations on your victory Monday. I'm a man of my word, and I'm you know I'm fair and fair. And that was an amazing performance. Six TDs. That offense looks pretty darn good. And I'm going to ignore the graphic of the new big three. And Tyreek and Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, they they giving the the, uh, the cornerbacks hell because they ran over six thousand yards all no. over the field, and the cornerbacks Dude. got tired. No, I know they got like, tired. Like, I tell you what, next week's game is going to be fun to watch. Bills and, and Dolphins going to be fun to watch, man. Thank you, Roy. Got to hit the break, bud. All right, my friend. Yep, right. there he goes. Right. Roy is going to have a fantastic week. Saints fans, not so much, but we will see, Mister Black. I'm going to get to you if you don't mind. Um, I can if you give me 90 seconds, I will go to you. If not, I got to have to get you after Raphael. I can't bump him twice. So, do you want to wait, Mister Black? Or do you want to give me your best 90 seconds? Your call. All right, let me give you my best nine seconds right quick. Go. Then you go Raphael. Mm-hmm. Thanks, fans. Just relax. It's just one game. We want to eat this L. They will just bail us that time. We don't have no excuse. We don't care who was hurt, who got kicked out of the game, what happened. We're going to just take this loss. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see who's two Saints fans. If we, if we blame anybody, I blame the Saints fans because it was not a home game to me. And I was in the dome. 
and sell like a home games like back in the day. Even when we had the bags over our face, it did not feel like one of them home games. I blame the fans. I don't blame the players. I don't blame the referees. I don't blame nobody but the fans. Because we supposed to make sure our boys do what they're supposed to do. So I blame us. Other than that, you have a good um, day, man. Appreciate it, Mr. Black. There he is, his take. It's a sports hangover. I, you know what? It's the other thing, too. I, I, I don't remember. I don't know if I saw Tom Brady. I said on Friday, I wanted to see his palms of the hands, you know, just kind of covering the ear holes there because he can't hear the radio calls. I don't remember seeing much of that, if at all. Anyway. <sighs> what a rough Monday. Rafael Esparza, we watched the game together. Let's see uh, what he had to think about in the betters world. What's a day like yesterday like? Three games inside of two minutes go down to the wire and change in the you know blink of an eye. Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Bedtime at the home of Sirius XM. But Conan O'Brien is still awake. Turns out you don't need a car to listen to Sirius XM. You can listen to the app anywhere. In your room, by the pool, at the And Brad Paisley just really needs his beauty sleep. Conan, I just really need my beauty sleep. Maybe really expensive boat, like a yacht. Hmm. The waves could rock you gently to sleep. Don't encourage him, guys. Sorry. Night, night. Everything you want to hear lives here on Sirius XM. Get the Sirius XM app now. Okay, everyone gather around. I have some exciting... Running her shoe factory, Kendra talks the talk and walks the walk. We're switching to green energy. She needs a biotech consultant to erase her carbon footprint. All operations will net zero emissions. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. You can schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN 100.3 and Penn Entertainment present Want to Bet with the Professor Nick Harrison. Each week, the professor and his guests take a look at the best bets in sports and show you that it doesn't take a professional odds maker to win a mint. Plus, the show will be coming to you live from Boomtown Casino on the West Bank. You can join in the fun, get in on the action, and have a taste of the Big Easy with Nola Steak and Executive Chef Lewis Brown. Want to bet with the professor? Nick Harrison, Thursdays from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on ESPN 100.3 FM, ESPN New Orleans. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. At VSI Doc Sports is the way to follow Rafael Esparza. Sir, yesterday was something else. How are you this afternoon? I know. The, the Las Vegas Aces win the WMA Finals yesterday. No, the no great talking about that. Sunday. But in Las Vegas, this happened. Back this way. Dancing and. 
and looking and directing traffic. And look at the length of this play. <laughs> Murray no, to the no, 10, to the 5, and he's going to convert it. That's unbelievable. Dude, Kyler Murray brings them back and, again, just made play after play after play. The phrase people are using today He's like a toddler that steals your cell phone and you're trying to grab him today. Dude, I, you and I were looking at that game and I'm like, he's done. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's time for a coaching change there and all of that. And he brings them back. That's a big old win, especially a week after he, you know, calls out his team. Yeah. I mean, they were down 20 to nothing at halftime and they scored, uh, I think, what, 20 unanswered points? Cause I yeah. think uh, the Raiders kicked that field goal first in the third and then. Touchdown Arizona, 16 points in the fourth, and then that, that, that horrendous comeback overtime. Uh, I was hoping for another overtime, back-to-back uh, weeks and overtimes, but uh, Murray uh, takes that away from me. Every now and then I like to say I told you so. Back on Saturday, oh, Oklahoma 49, go. Nebraska 14, I told you I should have put all of oh, yeah. Carver's piggy bank money, college tuition, the line was 11. They wound up winning 49-14. to 14. I would have made a buck. Yeah, that was, uh, that's probably one of the, uh, I want to say the most shocking part of Saturday because I'm going to give love where love should be needed. Tulane is three and oh, I'm sure oh, LSU beat Mississippi State. That was at LSU's backyard. Tulane went on the road to that. To get playing Kansas State, uh, I thought uh, that was a significant and probably the most unheard of victory on the whole college board of all Saturday. Washington defeated at home, Michigan State 39-28. Michigan State ranked 11th, Washington unranked. Arkansas 10th ranked, escaped Missouri State 38-27. That game was a lot close. They're trailed yes. most of that game. Yes. Along the lines of what you're saying, and we'll talk with Steve Barrios coming up at the top of the hour, though. Barrett Sale tweeted earlier, see if I can find it here. He, um, Tulane and Iowa are the only two teams in the country that have not given up a play of 30 or more yards. I saw people wow. tweeting yesterday. Again, it's week three. So, I mean, we, we got we got a lot of football to be played in conference games. But somebody has Tulane in, like, a, the New Year's Six Bowls. I mean, like, I mean, could they legitimately be that good this year? I just don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I keep looking at that Houston game, and I don't think Houston is what they have been or what we thought they were. I think Holgenson over there is probably in trouble. But, you know, I again, I, I need to see a few more games against conference before I start thinking they're New Year's bound. And, again, I'm not disrespecting them. I'm just I, I got to see. But who are you rooting for this Saturday, the Tulane and your and, and your Southern Miss? Who are you putting the polo on? What polo are you wearing Saturday? Uh, moving forward, let's see. Uh, what about the Miami-Texas A&M <laughs> game? How about, uh, about that one there? Miami couldn't catch a pass in that game, huh? Yeah, it's so many drop passes. Uh, and that's why they lost uh, the game. I mean, just drop passes. Like two of them could have walked in for touchdowns right there. That's the, you win the game. But I'm not sold on Texas A&M at all. Granted, they got the victory to grant the cover, but... Yeah, I'm not sold on them. They're probably one of the most disappointing teams I've seen so far. And well, granted, we're only in week three. Dude, Florida. Whew, they escaped, huh? Gets out Florida 31-28? Yeah. But, very, but the Bulls are, are very – I love their secondary. But, yeah, the, the Florida should – they were favored by 23 and a half in that game. They win by three. But the beating in the Plains of Auburn, 41-12, to Penn State. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot closer game. I thought it was going to be whoever won that game was going to be a field goal, but I was dead wrong in that one. And Auburn doesn't doesn't have a sleepover in this coming week either, so uh, they 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 could be in trouble in Tiger Town. I asked you this yesterday while we were watching games. The beating 
at the hands of Ole Miss in Atlanta, 42 to nothing, has a lot of people saying Georgia Tech should be picking up the phone calling Deion Sanders. I, I, I saw lots of tweets about the Nebraska job, about that job, about other Power 5 schools needing to call Deion Sanders. I asked you yesterday, it, it, do you think realistically somebody's going to give Dion a shot? Or does he want it? I think there'll be three names you're going to hear all college football season. Matt Campbell, Matt Rule, because I think he's going to be fired in Carolina unless for some reason he wins this week, which I don't see that happening. And Deion Sanders. You're going to hear those three names for every head coaching job in college. I'm probably missing two more, uh, but I would think those three names you're going to hear for every college football opening. And, uh, or, and of course, or of course, uh, the evil guy that's on Fox that people want him to go to Nebraska. <laughs> Did you hear the amount of people that were saying we want Urban in the pregame? I show? don't know. I guess they don't read newspapers in Nebraska or don't yeah. have internet access over there. I, I'm totally blown away at why they want why, why they want him, and he's gonna get another job. It just shocks me. Dan Campbell gets his first win. So, at first time they were you know what favored in how many games? Twenty five games. Twenty five games. Their their reward is this week against the against the Vikings. They're seven point underdog. Do, do I do I go? It's in Minnesota. Do I go Detroit? Here? It's a conference game. Like I'm talking about the points already. We're gonna do this on Friday, but already with that win against the Commanders, make you feel the Lions are competitive. I mean, you watch this game because remember I told you. I mean, granted that number didn't matter, but when week one, when the Saints won against Atlanta, they were four point underdogs already, and that was good value. Probably when I bet that I, I bet off it when I found out the injuries of Kamara and Jameis had a fractured back that's been gunshot, and I don't know how he played, whatever. But if you like that game, grab this number now because no matter what happens in tonight's Monday night game, because Minnesota's playing Monday night, what if they only win by one? What if they lose? It's not going to be seven by kickoff. So I would say grab this Detroit plus points because if Minnesota loses tonight, I would not be shocked if we see six or maybe even five and a half. Does Frank Reich make it to week (laughs) four? Next week, they take on the Chiefs. It's at home. They lost 24 to nothing to the Jags and tied the Texans to start the season. Now both are on the road, but I wouldn't exactly say – Houston and Jacksonville was deafening. I I'm, I don't know how this guy is a gig right now. Yeah, and then well, who comes in his backyard uh, for the first home game? The Kansas City. <laughs> so uh, it's 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 not going to be fun. I mean, I think he's going to last uh, the rest of the season. But if he goes zero and five, zero and oof, yeah, that's going to. I mean, you're going to have to probably say, okay, if you lose to Kansas City, all right, you lose to Kansas City, and you still get that one tie that's not accidentally a loss. But if you go zero. Oh four and one or oh five and one. Ooh, I think he's gone. The next two teams I want to talk about bandwagon money. Bandwagon getting on, bandwagon getting off. Bandwagon getting on. The 49ers, they lose Trey Lance. Jimmy G's now going to be the starting quarterback. He blew up his ankle. He's getting surgery tomorrow. His season is done. So Jimmy G will be the starter there. Are you getting bandwagon money on San Francisco right now? Yeah, because I think that team likes to play with Jimmy G. And you know what? I I really felt sincere for Jimmy G. I mean, he was talking like the, the Lance surgery. Like, he really, really felt bad for the kid and was hoping for the best. So, I think right now everything Jimmy G is doing is just making him a lot of money for next year. Whatever he says, does, mm-hmm. and how he played, he's going to be a lot richer next year. Do you follow Dan Orlovsky on Twitter? Yes. But he I don't like up- his eating habits. I, I hear you. But he put up two videos. Remember yesterday, most of the stuff that we were talking about had to do with Saints. 
But I kept saying, I don't know how Zach Taylor, I mean, I, this guy's just terrible. And he put up two videos specifically on protections in the, in, in the bad game plan that they have on trying to protect Joe Burrow, who's now on pace to get sacked like what, 111 times or something. He's been sacked 13 times in two games. Ban wagon money off of Cincy with a no and two start. Well, of course I'm saying ban off because I have Pittsburgh Steelers to win that division, but yeah, I'm not, he's going to be, something's really bad going to happen to Joe Burrow. And I know I make fun of him because he went to LSU and gave you guys, I I make fun, but he's a really, really good quarterback, but something bad's going to happen to this kid and it's going to be the Cincinnati Bengals fault. And I feel bad for him because he's going to get crushed out there and something bad's going to happen. I feel bad for him. Let's get to the two Monday night games and the Titans and Bills. Buffalo a 10-point favorite. It seems like a safe bet for me. It is, but every odds maker I've talked to today and last night before I passed out on the couch, everyone's going to be cheering for Titans today. Uh, we just can't beg teaser money coming in between Buffalo and Philly. Teaser money and parlays leaked into the, tonight's game with Buffalo. Everyone thinks it's going to be a cakewalk because it's Rand Tannenhill, and they look really bad. Big Tennessee fans for all the odds makers today. Okay, over under 47.5. That is at 6.15 on ESPN. I don't know why the NFL is doing this. But at 7.30, after you watch the Bills take the lead for a while, I guess you flip over to 7.30 on on ABC, Vikings and Eagles. And this game is at Philly. Both teams 1-0. Philly 2.5 point favor. The over under 49.5. I like feeling this spot. I think they're at home. If they can rush the ball, I think they're going to have a, a no problem. Because the Green Bay Packers were able to rush the ball for three quarters, and then they got behind and had a pass all out because they were trying to come back. If Minnesota was able to give up, I, I, I don't have the number in front of me. I, I know it was over 100 rushing yards to Green Bay. Philly's rushing game, I think, is better than Green Bay. Plus, they have a quarterback that's probably going to rush for over uh, 70, 80 yards. He rushed for 90 last week. I, I like feeling this because of the running game. Finally, last night where we were, a gentleman walked up to you and wanted to talk Canelo Triple G, and you said what? Man, did he look old. I thought I was old when I get up and everything's cracking. I sound like Jurassic Park when I'm walking to the bathroom. Man, Triple G looked old, old, oh. old. Uh, it was. I felt bad for him because I'm a big Triple G fan. Met him multiple times. A huge fan of him, but he needs to hang him up. Ugh, bad. All right. Raphael, always a pleasure, sir. We will talk again soon. By the way, what's the line for the Saints and Panthers? Still two and a half. Uh, you guys also hit the panic button if they lose, but most I can guarantee you it's going to be a solid three uh, probably by the end of the day. A lot of money coming in on the Saints. Okay. I think they win. I think they win. Sports Hangover continues next with your phone calls on ESPN New Orleans. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Water safety tips from Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. One, always designate a water watcher when children are in and around water. Two, wear your life jacket when on a boat or near open water. Three, remove toys from swimming pools when not in use. 
four, empty all blow-up pools and buckets of water when not in use, as children can drown in as little as two inches of water. Five, check the water first if a child goes missing. Six, stay off and away from the rock jetties. And number seven, swimming lessons can reduce drownings by 88%. Learn to swim. At Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center, we're improving the health and well-being of the region one person at a time. And this means more tea times, more play time, more time to do good, more fast time, and more once upon a time. Isn't it time you started living your best life? Change starts here at Thibodeau Regional Wellness Center. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Professor Nick Harrison joins us, sir. Don't forget, on Thursdays, you can join him over at Boomtown Casino. Sir, uh, name of the show again, Bet More, Bet Less. What is it called again? It's called Wanna Bet. (laughs) Wanna Bet with the Professor Nick Harrison every Thursday from 10 to 12. Right here on ESPN New Orleans, ESPN 100.3 FM. Oh, you know, it's going to be a fun show to talk about, especially with all of these, uh, comebacks that happened on Sunday. Some bad beats in a lot of these games because these teams just refuse to die. You know, it's and we'll talk about that in more on Thursday. The graph, um, watching that game and obviously long time voice of the two lane green wave, 80 to 8 at home, Kansas State. That was their record against non-conference games. It's a big win by Tulane. Looking forward to talking to Mr. Berrios coming up at 2.05. I even cut his own little sounder here. You won't be able to hear it, Nick, but I have a little something for him as soon as, uh, as soon as he comes on. I'll have a little something for him. So, a little something. Um, the rest of the division. Look, I was laughing. I was, I, I, I needed something to make me feel better. And, uh, and watching the Rams, you know, get a pick six. They're going up big. Mariota, they look terrible. They wind up actually making that a game. You know, yeah. a lot more than I thought it was going to be for sure. And, 31-27. Look, I think if anything, maybe – can we take that and maybe if I'm a Saints fan, go, well, maybe Atlanta isn't as terrible as they thought, right? I mean, again, 31-27 at L.A., not bad. The, the Falcons put up 17 points in the fourth quarter, held the Rams to three in the fourth quarter yeah. to make that a closer game. Again, I don't know how I can make much out of that. Here's Marcus Mariota, by the way, uh, after the game on losing to the Rams. In the day, you know what, we got to – a great group of guys um, that have a lot of fight, that have the mentality just to continue to take it one play at a time. This league is weird, man. You're going to find yourself in these close games. Um, we just got to do a better job of finding ways to, to win them. And I didn't score in the first quarter, only three in the second. But I, I, I don't know. I Look, I, I'm not a Falcon fan. But hearing him say we got a lot of guys in this locker room that want to fight and playing hard, I think that's all you want if you're an Atlanta fan, that at least you got guys that – 
I guess, buy into Coach Smith right now. I don't know. Welcome, I think. Go ahead. Back in that game was when they were down twenty-eight to three. This is a real thing, Gus. <laughs> they were down twenty-eight to three in the third quarter mm-hmm. after a Cooper Cup touchdown for Matthew Stafford, and that's when the Falcons started to come back. They scored three touchdowns after that and an extra point. I mean, excuse and a safety. Excuse me, three touchdowns and a safety uh, after that point. So. Maybe they just saw the twenty-eight to three, and they started to see red. I guess so. Hey, can we make you fun- know that is a famous score? Can, can we make fun of? Uh, can we go make fun of the uh, the Carolina Kitty Cats? They look. I tell you what, that game was back and forth too. They had the lead. Giants came back and won. Got to give your your guy Dable right. I mean, some props there. there it is. They're being able to. You know, find ways to win games, close ones there as well. McCaffrey did have 102 yards, 15 carries. Uh, the legend of Daniel Jones, 22 or 34, 176. Saquon Barkley, not, not quite to 100 yards just yet. 21 carries, 72 yards. But at the end of the day, Carolina is 0-2. And that makes me feel better. Here's, uh, Baker Mayfield overcoming 0-2. We just have to come out and play. It's the mental hump of, the 0-2 record, but knowing that there's a lot of ball left, but also, you know, you think about it, like I said, we were 6-6 at halftime when, you know, we should have been losing, or, you know, if you look at the stats and the situations, but um, we're very close. Eliminate our own mistakes and just go play. We put in the work. We deserve to have fun on Sundays and go execute. Matt Rule afterwards. Obviously for our guys, that's that's two games in a row where we've come down to the very end with a chance to win the game and uh, have come up short both times. And, um, um, you know, I take full responsibility for that. You know, that, that that's my job. That falls on me. And uh, I have to help these guys find a way to just make one more play and uh, and uh, win the game. Do uh, So when you look at that game there as well, especially what's going on in Carolina, so much speculation over the weekend is that Matt Rule, <laughs> jokingly, if they lose to the Saints, Monday will be named the Nebraska head coach. Do you legitimately think <laughs> he's going to go to the, back to college here? I don't see why not. I mean, we've seen success that NFL coaches can have leaving NFL, leaving the NFL and then going back to college. <clears throat> Nick Saban. Yeah. Uh, we've seen how that can work for some guys. So I don't see why that wouldn't happen. And, uh, I, it might be a better environment for him than it would be in the NFL. I mean, it didn't play a bad game. It was a close game, uh, between the Giants and the Panthers, you know, minimum passing from both teams. Uh, let's say Mayfield had, uh, went 14 for 29 for 145 yards and a touch. Uh, Daniel Jones, 22 for 34, 176 yards and a touch. Both had heavy running games from their guys. McCaffrey over 100 yards rushing. So, you know, it's good to see him healthy and back and doing his thing. But it's just, I think that Dable is bringing uh, a new culture to the Giants. You know, they're okay. used to being, you know, the bottom dwellers, the bottom feeders, and they're finding ways to win close games. And that's bring, getting more confidence from his players and him and his coaching ability. And it's getting more confidence from the fans because we know that the New York fans, whether it's the Giants or the Jets, oh, can be ruthless. So nauseating. I so, put on uh, the morning show on ESPN, and it's literally all about the Giants. Jets. Yeah. Giants. They, 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 the Jets and the Giants, you know, both well, of them won. I, it's, it's a rarity in Jersey for I, both of I their know. teams to win because know. we know there's only one 
NFL team in New York, and they play tonight. Well, it's interesting uh, because we hadn't even got to what Aaron Judge did. We will talk about Aaron Judge. He's going to get um, – it's a little hint about what we like to do at 245. Anyway, um, one of the th- I just wonder if he's going to go Bobby Petrino. And on Monday morning, you know, the new head coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, and he's wearing one of those corn – you know, maize corn hats. Brian, who's well, – I just hope he doesn't go on any, like, motorcycle rides if he's going to be like Bobby Petrino. Oh, by the way, Roy, Roy just texted me, tell him Buffalo is going down. I told him Thursday – Y'all gonna have a segment. Y'all can just oh, go. two two no, goes out and scores six touchdowns, and he want to talk. Okay, it's fine, well, fine, uh, fine, fine. But remember, remember what? Remember next week. Mm-hmm. Remember next week. Okay, we'll see what happens tonight. I'm not. We'll, we're gonna see what happens tonight. We shall see. Okay, but next week he better be ready. I will see you again at two forty-five, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Brian, who's likely a mile high out west. I don't know how you're gonna do it, but I know you can do it. You're a man of many words, and you don't have much time. Can you give me what you got to say in three minutes? Of course. Of course, Ken. Do you know who you're talking to? I'm a star. <laughs> I really just calling this, you know, kind of just, you know, go up on your little callers that are calling in because I'm really confused on something. I keep hearing people tell me how the defense didn't get any pressure and how they needed CD Deuce in that game. And am I missing something? Or did the defense not hold Tom Brady to like three points for, you know, the majority of that game? I mean, they went scoreless for three and a half quarters. And they exploded in the fourth quarter. And Tom Brady threw how many touchdowns yesterday? Uh, yeah, one. It's not like Tom Brady went off. So even if the Saints didn't blitz all day long, or even if they, you know, they they, they kind of just you know played the front four, it's not like Tom Brady went off. The game plan has worked defensively. The problem is the Saints' offense can't do nothing. And I mean, when I say nothing, I mean we're not talking about just yesterday's game. What about Atlanta? Very pedestrian against Atlanta too. So I think something's going to have to change. Whether it's you know Carmichael's play calling whether it be using different personnel groups, something has to change because right now it's not clicking and it's not going to click. And if you think Carolina's going to be a, you know, a walk in the park and that's an easy win for you, wrong. That defense is just as legit as Tampa, just as legit as Atlanta's was. They're going to come out wanting to fight and wanting to win because they're 0-2. So anybody out there thinking, oh, well, we're getting this Carolina's a get-right game. Who, who did the Saints lose to at the first game last year? Anybody got any, you know, any thoughts on that? Yeah. Any? Well, I mean, they also didn't have their entire staff because of COVID. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I understand. No, I don't, don't want to hear those excuses. Well, <laughs> Tampa won a game yesterday, and three or three of their top wide receivers were missing. No, I, I don't. Well, hear the excuses. Just like I don't want to hear about the referees yesterday. Oh, come on! You can't give me a little referee stuff. Not a little. No. A little. Okay. He, 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 what's what's the what's the saying? If the Saints are playing at the refs, the, the, the flags are going to go against them, right? Yes. Take the game out of the refs' hands early. The Saints had not one, oh, not I two, agree. but three opportunities to put the game away. Preach. That means the first quarter, the second quarter, and the third. Yeah. They took none of those opportunities mm-hmm. to put the game away. And you're going to tell me, oh, well, they lost Marshawn. Well, what the hell happened to the first three quarters when Marshawn was playing? What happened to the offense then? <laughs> I'm, I'm not giving the Saints any excuses. You had a bad game yesterday. The game plan was awful. The play and the execution offensively was awful. And for God's sake, can somebody figure out something? I think at this point, the Saints are going to have to bench Caesar Ruiz and put in like Doc Martin or somebody oh, like that. Or they're yeah. going to have to go see Mr. Miyagi, dig him up from the grave, God rest his soul for Pat Morita, dig Mr. Miyagi up, have him do some kind of magic trick on, on Trevor Penning so he can play left tackle and you can move Hurst to, uh, to right guard. Because the offensive line is absolutely abysmal right in the middle. Pop-tart. Soft and spit in the middle. There's a video, there, there's a video Luke Johnson posted this hour. Um, at, you know, by Luke Johnson, we talked to him on Tuesdays. We'll speak to him tomorrow, 1230. Uh, 
he, I mean, Brian, I sent it to you. It, it's, it's there. Um, the right tackle, Ryan Ramchek and Ruiz, they literally part ways and it looked like the Red Sea as Levante David comes right in and pummels Jameis Winston. I, I, nobody got him. And I don't, I, I'm going to err on the side of the all pro right tackle. I mean, I'm just, I'm going to say it probably wasn't Ryan Ramchek. And I, yeah, and, and that's the reason in a nutshell. That's who he is. The guy just doesn't get it. And at, at some point, it would not surprise me if Jameis got hurt on a hit because of Cesar Ruiz. Because, you know, last week when he broke his back, it probably was Ruiz, you know, man that got through. I also saw a play, and that's the problem with the Saints offensive line right now. You got horrible on one side and awful on the other when you're talking about Andre Pete. Because I saw a play in which Devin White does a delayed blitz. He's right in front of Pete. And instead of Pete taking him, he helps Eric McCoy as if Eric McCoy would need help. Eric McCoy double team and Devin White comes right past him. Like, are you kidding me? I hear you, Brian. Who's likely a Mahio? Actually, you're you're you're, Ma, you're uh you're out east today, in the city of Nueva York. I'm up north in New York City, baby. Big city living. <laughs> He's everywhere. Safe travel, sir. We'll talk to you later this week. There Take he care, goes, brother. Steve Barrios on the big win by the two lane green wave next on ESPN New Orleans. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind, it cannot touch my heart, and it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. I'm Terry Mitchell. I'm the director for Workforce Board 83. I've been here 32 years. We offer career counseling, learn while you earn, on-the-job training, work experience opportunities, and apprenticeships. Top-notch A1 staff. They're professional and they're here ready to help. They want to see individuals succeed. We're here to get you back to work, Louisiana. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission.